Welcome to Kingdom Family Talks, the podcast of Leif Hetland and Global Mission Awareness. Hello, everyone. This is Leif, and welcome to Kingdom Family Talk. Uh, we started actually to talk a little bit about soaring as eagles and I've been looking for some eagle Christians. If you just imagine when you see this majestic eagle that is up there soaring, if you imagine the whole body of that eagle, uh, so many times I've been just sitting in a small little boat in Canada looking right up and I'm looking at an eagle above me. You see this majestic wind and you see this incredible body, just the fullness of that picture. It's so majestic. It is so beautiful for me. It, tells me about freedom. It tells me about soaring. It talks to me about royalty. There's so many different things that that one picture gives me. But then on the other side, when I realize in scripture that God is using the eagle twice to describe himself, and about 30 times in scripture, he also uses the eagle as an analogy for us to be able to look up and to look at that eagle and to look in the mirror and then to ask the question, am I an eagle Christian? Am I born to soar? Am I created for the heavenlies? Am I seated with Christ in the heavenlies? Do I see the invisible and am I able to do the impossible? There's so many of those questions that I've had over the years as I started my journey of studying the eagle. And part of the reason I'm bringing this up even in this season is because I do believe that uh, maybe this is a little bit more than a podcast. It's more me just as a papa, there's something stirring in me. What would it look like for God to raise up sons and daughters that are full of love? The whole embodiment is love and the wings is full of power and wisdom and glory would be released. What would it look like if Eagle Christians, including today, I listened to the whole thing that is going on with a NATO summit that is going on and whole debates and attention with the different governments. And then I was thinking, where are the eagles? And I remember Winston Churchill when he said, he said, when the eagles are quiet, the parrots are talking. And it's not difficult for us to turn on CNN or Fox or it doesn't matter which NBC and then to eventually listen to the voices of a lot of other birds. But I think that all of us are looking and longing for hearing the sound of what does an eagle sound like? Uh, because when we're looking at the eagle and we know that's the picture of this beautiful nation that I've had the opportunity to join and to be part of. America, this country that I've now, for the first time in my life, spent 27 years in America, while well, I spent 26 years in Norway. So I've been longer in this country. But when I see the American bald eagle or when I see golden eagle or imperial eagles that you can see in the Middle East or any other eagles, there's something in me that becomes alive. There's something in me where I knew I was born to soar. There's something in me that I was made for something heavenly. And I knew that I was called to reign in life, Romans 5, 17. So using that as a framework, using that as a picture, Part of what we're doing, we're spending a few podcasts, and as maybe some of you knew, the first book I ever wrote was on the eagle. 
to some degree during the biggest crisis moment in my life, I uh, bumped into the eagle. Or to say it in another way, God sent me eagles with a very clear purpose for me to be able to capture who God was and who I was. And it helped me in the middle of my winter season in life or dark night of the soul. Or what I like in the eagle language to use, and that is the molting eagle. I didn't realize I was going through a season, and that's what we're going to talk a little bit about, the renewal of the eagle. But how I was going through a process where some of the things that God has called me to do, I couldn't go with yesterday's anointing. I couldn't go with the feathers I had in the past. I couldn't go with yesterday's vision. It was actually what God had to do was to rewire me, or in another way to say is to renew me, to refresh me, to revive me, and then to eventually take me through a process that brought me on the other side because I couldn't soar on the level that he called me to saw and to see what he wanted to see in the way that I was wired from the past. And many of us are going through this season. I was just asking somebody in the conference, I said, how many of you are going through a transition and 100% of the people? I said, how many of you, you're no longer what you used to be and you're no longer what you have become? People were waving their hand. And then I asked the question, how many of you know exactly how to get there? And there was only maybe 10% that thought, maybe, then you have to get there. And that's when I realized it's worthwhile for us to have this conversation. Because that's exactly about some of the process that I have been through. And I feel I'm going through a similar type of process again. It's not like a once in a lifetime. And that's one of the reasons I want to talk a little bit about the molting eagle, the renewal of the eagle. I do want God in this season, to raise up eagle Christians, apostolic, prophetic, pastoral, uh, that they were evangelistic, even the teaching eagles that could give us the plumb line. We do need eagles in government, eagles in the marketplace, CEO eagle, eagles in every sphere of influence, eagles in Hollywood. We need eagles in every area of life because there are so many other birds out there. And some are parrots that mimic each other. Some are vultures that continue to be critical and eat dead things. And we do need to discern the difference. And we do need to arise and shine because our light has come. So welcome to the School of the Eagles. And uh, you are already recruited because you are listening. And uh, you're going to learn a little bit more about perhaps if you are in the middle of this molting season. My goal would be to give you some fresh meat so that you will not give up. Some of you are in the first part of that molting. And what do I mean with molting? You are in the middle of this renewal season in your life. Like Isaiah 40, 31 says, those that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. You shall mount over wings as eagles. You shall run and not grow weary, and you shall walk and not faint. Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. <laughs> who forget not all of his benefits, who forgive you of all your iniquities. He heals you of all your diseases. He crowns you with loving kindness. These five supernatural benefits is mentioned there in Psalm 103, as your youth is being renewed as eagles. So just using that as a framework in Isaiah 40, 31, Psalm 103, the first five to six verses, and then 
we're setting up this beautiful plumb line, this framework that what God is doing in this season, there's a shaking that is going on and anything that can be shook is being shaken. So the things that is unshakable is going to stand. I don't believe that the eagle is going to represent a type of believers. It's going to be a typology. It's going to be a picture. It's going to be something visual for each one of us when we're looking and saying, well, that's an eagle Christian. And we will connect with other eagle Christians, knowing our identity, building our life up on a foundation, creating this incredible eagle's nest called family, then the culture in that family that we change culture. And from that very place, learning the supernatural lifestyle of eagles to learning that the normal Christian life is that the supernatural is actually what's natural as we learn how to soar on eagle's wing. And the wind is working and we are resting as we started to move in and making a difference, bringing heaven to earth bringing transformation, bringing revival fire, and at the same time to deal with some of the serpents because the enemy is like a serpent who comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But the eagle Christians, they are different. They are like Jesus, the master eagle. We came to give life and life more abundantly. So back, track for a few moments. Let's slow down the pace and let's look at my life in the end of 2005. We lived in Florence, Alabama. And I've been on a process, on a journey. The last two years had been pretty tough in many ways. Uh, to make that story short, we were in Tanzania, one of the country that I have invested in quite a bit. I actually saw the African fish eagle up about the month of Kilimanjaro, the biggest mountain of Africa. And right down from there is the city of Moshi. And the capital city of Tanzania is Dar es Salaam. A small group of us, we were together in November of 2005 in Dar es Salaam. Still remember there was a Muslim crippled man behind me. I didn't even pray for him. He came up and he sat behind me while I was preaching in a small little church. And the present was so thick that the people could see his limbs. I saw it afterwards. But as his limbs were straightened out as this cripple was just being healed by being in the presence. What people didn't know as I walked through the airport in Dar es Salaam and the presence of God just came in and people were actually falling over. I was afraid I was going to get arrested. But in the middle of all of that, what people didn't know on the inside, I was very dysfunctional. On the inside, I had a lot of things going on. So after a broken neck, broken back, I had spent first nine years using opiates after all the surgery. But the last two years, I had been abusing it just to be able to make another trip, just to be able to make another assignment, just to be able to go to another nation, to solve another problem, to face another giant, to soar a little bit higher. But what I didn't realize that some of my feathers, and an eagle can have up to 7,700 feathers. And those feathers needs to be in alignment. They needs to be preened, meaning they need to be clean and clear. And then if not, what is happening is the ego starts to work harder and starts to flap its wing. But the problem is for me, I medicated myself. So I didn't know I was flapping because you do not know the difference. And many, maybe people that are out there, you can medicate yourself in different ways. For me, it was using medication. So I didn't feel the pain. And so I was able to continue to go on. But deception is very deceiving. One of the problems was the anointing was there. The glory was there. The presence was there. People were being healed. People were being saved. So when people confronted me, even with some of my issue, I would say, hey, excuse me, you are the problem. Can't you see what's going on? 
not realizing until the day when I came home, December 2nd, 2005, I crash landed. And I didn't realize at the time my vision was gone. My feathers, if you had looked in the mirror, they didn't look like it does when you see a beautiful eagle. They were bended, twisted, dirty. I had been on the battlefield a little bit too long. But the medication was able to keep you going even when you're not able to keep you going until you crash landed. And that's that's how I started to study the eagle, learning about the ways of the eagle, learning about the ways of God and decided I, I, I need to live again. I need to love again. I need to come out of this cave. I can no longer be in this cave. So five months I went through this process that I called the molting eagle where I was going through a totally renewal. And I wish I had a language that you have. I wish that I knew about the eagle, but I didn't at the time. This is language that I learned afterwards, that those who wait upon the Lord, and the word for waiting means just wrap yourself up in him. They shall renew their strength. When you do that, you will mount up with wings as eagle. And then you're going to learn a new way of living and loving, a new way of operating. You will run, but not grow weary. But you will also learn how to walk, how to walk with God and you will not faint. So it was a new way that he was introducing me to. And it was not before five months afterwards with Bill Johnson and Randy Clark, the first time I shared publicly this message in a larger setting, that I realized the power, the power of the new feathers, the new visions, the new talents, the new everything. I mean, everything for five months had become brand new. I could go to places I had not gone before. I was very vulnerable, very weak, very fragile. And at the same time, there was almost this whole renewal had taken place. I couldn't even recognize the old person. For five months, I'd been off opiates or pain medication, still had some issues in regard to the physical condition, but not the spiritual condition. So sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Soon as the wind just came in, you adjusted yourself in a moment to adjust yourself to the wind. One of the first places after the Minnesota experience, I was in Alaska. And I still remember I went down the line and just prayed for people and the power of God just touched them. Then I just felt the Holy Spirit. And there was just a sensitivity. When I touch, you touch. And when I don't touch, you stop. And I had to learn this. And then there was this big guy. I can still see him today because he was a native Indian. I went up and I touched his forehand. And I still today can feel some of the pain that I felt. It went through my hand and through my back. And I was like, what was that? And I could hear the stillness of the Holy Spirit. says, Leif, I'm teaching you a new, new way of how to do it. When I touch, you touch. When I stay still, you stay still. When I speak, you speak. Jesus only did what he saw his father do, and he only said what his father say. And that started a journey of learning. And uh, even today, I need to go back to those points of learning the sensitivity of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was super, super sensitive for the next five months. But it helped me as an eagle Christian when the wind was coming against me for utilizing that wind to take me higher and higher above my storm clouds into this realm where there's totally shalom, where there's totally peace. And as an eagle could be there in the presence on the high with the most high, together with him, and then from that place learning how to operate. I'm saying all of this to say that I do believe that the eagle And soaring as an eagle, the calling that we have as believers, as many of us are going to go through a renewal. It doesn't matter where we're at in life, but some of the calling that 
God has for us in the future. He's not going to let us go with yesterday's anointing. He's not going to go even with a yesterday's word and prophecy, but he is doing something brand new. And when he's doing something brand new, let me encourage you, it's never been done before. Wow. And that's some other things that I'm going to do even next week. I'm going to step into something. I've never done it before. Can't be done. It's impossible. And that's when we learn the sensitivity of the Holy Spirit. And I just want to encourage you in this season, even as you're starting to look around you, perhaps you will see eagles in the natural. That's what God has started to send me back again. And it's part of the reason I am broadcasting again and talking about the lifestyle of eagle, learning how to be swift like an eagle, learning actually to develop strength in our eagle's wing, both in regard to power, both in regard to wisdom, so that glory can be released. That's one of the reasons I'm in this season and 2020 is about focus for me. And it is to remove away everything in the lens so that the eagle eye can see, so that you can see the invisible and also do the impossible. So we are focusing and, and actually with those beautiful eagle eyes can see small details before they happen. Not any longer be proactive but or actually reactive, but that we can eventually see what heaven sees and say what heaven says and then we can seize what heaven sees, receiving what heaven has for us in this season. So it's a new way of living and loving and I believe it is an invitation for all of us in this season and this is not an ordinary podcast. It was more me sharing my heart with you that as I'm going through a fresh renewal in this season, and I've seen there's an invitation where the father says, hey, sons and daughters, I want you to come higher and higher and higher. <laughs> there's a place that is above the zone where neither serpents nor scorpions nor mosquitoes, no irritation can live. And that is in a place in the glory realm, in my presence. For you to learning how to coming up there in the middle of your daily life and in a moment, you're going to be able to be transformed from glory to glory. And if we're going to go from glory to glory, we need to find that place in glory. And that's when the fullness comes into existence. When you are in that realm of the glory, it's like a fish in water. It's like an eagle in the sky. It is what you were born to do. And that is the very convergent lifestyle of love, power, and wisdom becoming one in you. And imagine what that's going to look for your family, for your finances, for your future, and even in regard to you being an environment changer to bring heaven to earth. So welcome to the School of the Eagles. Welcome. It is time for you to dream again. It is time for you to believe again. And it is time for you to soar again and to soar together with other eagles. He's inviting us to come up, and we are saying yes. Isaiah, Isaiah 40, start with verse 29 and go through verse 31. Psalm 103, Exodus 19, 4, and Deuteronomy 32, 11. Here are some scripture verses for you to meditate upon as you join the School of the Eagles. Congratulations, your upgrade is confirmed.